from the WIA News Hub in Brisbane and WIA News Studios across Australia, this is the National News Service, relayed via VK1 WIA. Week commencing July 15 it is. It is the WIA National News Service. I'm Graham VK4 Baker Baker. Do not respond. If you receive an email, supposedly from WIA, about upgrades, do not respond. The mail reads something like, This is to inform you that we are upgrading the wia.org.au webmail system for an increase in storage quota. To revalidate and increase your webmail account, please click the link below. It is spam. Do not respond. If need be in the future we do need an upgrade, it will be announced in the audio news service or on WIA front page news. Last Monday night, several Redcliffe VK4 club members were addressed by a pirate station on their local Redcliffe repeater, the station using the bodgy call sign Victor Kilo 4 November Foxtrot Lima. Maybe the National Football League and it was state of origin. If you hear this station or any other pirate station or man-made noise on the Redcliffe Peninsula repeater, could you record as many of the exchanges as possible, either on paper or using a smartphone or MP3 recording software on your PC, and send the information to either VK4YJV or VK4EA via the Redcliffe Club's website so they can provide further information to the ACMA. Now you can Google Redcliffe VK4 or better still go to wia.org.au and read the Redcliffe page under the clubs. If the pirate station was on air last Monday night is listening to this broadcast, be aware Redcliffe club members, well they certainly do like their fox hunting. They're already in the know as far as the suburban location you're in. And pretty soon, they'll have your address. The information, that information, has been passed to the ACMA already. Hams across Australia, VK2 and the bi-monthly Trash and Treasure at VK2WI and assessments. The regular Trash and Treasure event will be held at VK2WI, that 63 Quarry Road, Dural, Sunday the 29th of July, starting at 09.30. Major items on offer are on the ARNSW website under Disposals. Also this day, assessments for all licence levels. Candidates remember to bring your passport-sized photograph and identification and arrive certainly well before 1000 hours. Sarkfest, the 12th of August, Lismore Club Room. All are invited to attend and make their preparation for Sarkfest, the 12th of August, to be held at the Club Room grounds 414 Richmond Hill Road, Richmond Hill, from 8am. Parking is off Levito Rive. Goods for sale, purchase or exchange, radios, computers, electronics, radio, telegraph and other displays. There's a canteen, barbecue, food and refreshments, prizes to be won, traders, dealers, swappers welcome, tables, sites, no fee, donation is requested. VK4, Tark Social Meeting this Tuesday. This Tuesday, July 17, the TARC Social Evening will be happening at the club rooms atop SES Headquarters, Green Street, West End, from 7.30pm. Get along and lend a helping hand to put the magazine of renown backscatter together and socialise with fellow hams. 
There'll be a special visit by John Barrett, president of the Townsville Open Water Swim Association. JB will be bringing all up to speed about this year's Magnetic Island to Townsville Swim and everybody listening in the area are welcome to attend. And in Q News this week, we have a, well, no other word for it. We've got a plea to the Townsville Amateur Radio Club. Stay tuned, members. VK7, Reist Training, Education and Assessment. There will be an examination session on Tuesday the 17th of July at 7pm at the Reist Club Rooms. Anybody who wishes to join in are welcome. Contact learning organiser Reg VK7 Kilo Kilo. Reg's telephone number 0417 391 607. Say that again, it's 0417 391 607. And join the F Troop. From the WIA News Hub in Brisbane and WIA News Studios across Australia, this is the National News Service, relayed via VK1 WIA. The Wireless Institute of Australia paves the way for new amateurs to our bands. What use is an F call? Recently I witnessed something quite amazing. I was at an amateur radio club relaxing and chatting with other amateurs. We were scattered throughout the clubhouse, several little groups of interest scattered around, people moving between groups as their interests changed and a whole dynamic ecology of knowledge was being distributed. There were radios set up all over the place. An oscilloscope was plugged into a kit to check its operation while the local club shop was open for business with connectors and adapters. It was a real hive of activity, barbecue going in the background and all. While all this was happening, a few amateurs gathered around a set and stopped talking. The radio was tuned to a station that was directing a pile-up. If you're unfamiliar, a pile-up is what happens when one station calls CQ and several stations respond. Then others hear the commotion and they join in. Then more hear it and before you know it, there are 20 or 30 stations all on the same frequency, scattered all over the globe, chiming in and exchanging signal reports. Now, I've heard a few pile-ups like that. I had the joy of being the source of one of them during the International Lighthouse and Light Ship Weekend when the station I was operating seemed to be getting calls from all over the place for a solid 80 minutes or so. Back to the pile-up I was describing earlier, the one at the clubhouse. The thing that set this pile-up apart for me was that it was all done in Morse, or in the vernacular, CW. It was the first time I'd heard Morse clustered like that. Until then, I've heard the local repeater beep out its call. I've contributed my own in the form of pre-recorded audio at the top of what uses an F call. But this was quite something. You could hear differences in tonality, speed, how someone tapped their key, their difference in signal strength, and each signal had its own personal characteristic. Unlike a voice pile-up where you can make out the odd call sign, this seemed to be a whole lot more crisp affair. I'd already decided that I was going to spend some effort learning Morse, but this just made my day. If you get the chance to hear a CW pile-up, have a listen. You might not yet speak the lingo, but you'll hear more than you thought you would. I'm Ono, Victor Kilo 6, Foxtrot Lima Alpha Bravo. You're tuned to VK1 WIA News. This news broadcast can be heard on linked repeaters 
VK6 AUF Perth 438.525 and VK6 RMS Mount Saddleback 147.250 Sundays 9am and 7pm. I'm Trevor, VK6 YJ. Radio in your inbox. VK1 WIA. Now podcasting to the world. With international news, I'm Jason, VK2 LAW. Alpha Oscar, Alpha Mike, Alpha November. Spain celebrates Euro 2012. You will be hearing these prefixes on the bands until July 31st because the Spanish PTT has authorised all radio amateurs in Spain to use them to celebrate their soccer win at the request of EA Digital Federation. We hope you enjoyed the contacts in the same way you enjoyed the soccer show of late. Ham Radio from the Eiffel Tower. Operators Philippe F5SKW, Dimitri F5SWB, Freddie F5IRO, J28RO, David F8CRS and Yves Michel F5PRU and possibly some other hams and French servicemen are active as TM70TRS or TM70TE from the third floor of the Eiffel Tower approximately 300 metres above the ground until today, Sunday, July 15. Activity is to commemorate the 70th anniversary of the French Army Signal Corps and activity is on CW, SSB and RTTY and on the HF and VHF, JN18DU bands, 24 hours each day. QSL via the REF QSL Bureau. North Korea, CW only and IOTA AS197 project. Rick K6VVA states this is a work in progress and warns it is not a money-grabbing DX scheme at all, contrary to many ill-informed blogs. This P5CW only and IOTA AS197 project is being planned and seems to be gaining some momentum towards a positive outcome. We suggest you visit Rick K6VVA's webpage and make up your own mind. Amateur Radio features in the European Communications Office annual report. The report says the ECO has taken the lead role in the activities of the Regulatory Affairs Working Group, WGRAPT2, on amateur radio issues and we are working closely with the International Amateur Radio Union, IARU Region 1. We also work with non-SEPT countries which have inconsistent entries in SEPT deliverables on amateur radio and these non-SEPT members who have expressed an interest in joining the SEPT regulatory framework. Following the closure of WGRA PT2 in the second part of 2011, the office is now leading this activity and reporting directly to WGFM. New Broadcast Centre proposed for One World Trade Centre. The new spire built to replace the fallen twin towers of the World Trade Center in New York City will also become an antenna site. Amateur Radio Newsline's Jim Davis, W2JKD, has the details on this emerging story. The Durst organization that controls New York City's One World Trade Center in a partnership with the Port Authority of New York and New Jersey plans to add an installation for FM radio and television transmission antennas in the building's 408-foot spire one that will ultimately bring the new building's height to 1,776 feet and make it the tallest building in North America. The Empire State Building, 1,250 feet tall, 
with its 204-foot antenna tower, is currently the home to 19 FM stations and most of the city's digital television transmitters. Many radio and television broadcasters migrated to the Empire State site after terrorist attacks of 911 caused the collapse of the World Trade Center's Twin Towers in Lower Manhattan. Yet to be determined is whether any of the city's FM broadcasters will leave their current primary sites at Empire State Building for the new location at One World Trade Center, or if they will treat the new building spire primarily as a backup site. I'm Jim Davis, W2JKD. One thing that's pretty obvious, at the prices being quoted, it's unlikely that any ham radio repeaters will find a home at the new broadcast antenna site. But then again, one should never doubt the resourcefulness of New York City area hams. The so-called Janet Jackson wardrobe malfunction indecency case, which led to increased profanity delay equipment installations for both TV and radio stations, has come to the end of the legal road. This after the United States Supreme Court says that it will not review a lower court's ruling that overturned the FCC's $550,000 fine against CBS Corporation for televising a fleeting view of Janet Jackson's breast during the live 2004 Super Bowl halftime show. A federal appeals court had ruled the fine was arbitrary and capricious because it was much larger than indecency fines had been previously before the commission began issuing larger fines for so-called fleeting indecent utterances. Chief Justice John Roberts agreed with the other justices not to hear the FCC's appeal. In a concurring opinion, he noted the FCC had changed its indecency policy to include fleeting utterances, supporting the arbitrary and capricious arguments, but he also warned that any future wardrobe malfunctions will not be protected going forward. The Supreme Court last month tossed out FCC indecency fines against Fox and ABC on narrow procedural grounds. At that time, it told the regulatory agency that it is free to update its broadcast indecency guidelines. For their part, broadcasters have insisted for years that the FCC's indecency guidelines are vague and chill free speech. UK radio amateur Colin Thomas, G3PSM, has been awarded Germany's Deutsche Amateur Radio Club Golden Badge of Honor. This for his work in achieving an amateur radio allocation at 472 kilohertz. According to the German National Amateur Radio Society, G3PSM was involved in the European Conference of Postal and Telecommunications Administrations, or CEPT, preparatory progress meetings, and at the WRC-12 conference itself. As a result of his skillful lobbying at many meetings, the CEPT proposal for an amateur radio allocation near 600 meters was fully supported and eventually granted. G3PSM received his award from the DARC chairman Stefan Schopp, DL7ATE, at a recent society hosted dinner. Those stories from the Amateur Radio Newsline. You're tuned to the WIA National News Service across Australia. I'm Bill Pasternak, WA6ITF. From the WIA News Hub in Queensland and WIA News Studios across Australia, this is the National News Service, relayed by VK1 WIA. Operational News, I'm Felix, VK4FUQ. Special Events and On-Air Contest Column, Dateline 2012. VK ZL Trans-Tasman Contest, 80 plus 160 metres, July 21. VK Remembrance Day Contest, August 11 and 12. Worldwide International Lighthouse Lightship Weekend, August 18 and 19. Worldwide Alara Contest, August 25 and 26. Worldwide Oceania DX Contest SSB, October 6. Worldwide Oceania DX Contest CW, October 13. VK Spring VHF UHF Field Day, November 24 and 25. Trans-Tasman 80 metres phone results. Results for the Trans-Tasman 80 metres phone contest held in May. Congratulations to Ron ZL4R. 
for achieving first ZL. Bill, QRP as ZL3VZ, achieved second ZL. And Alistair and Quentin, operating ZL3YOK, achieved third ZL. Congratulations to Ash, VK3SSB from Horsham, Victoria, who took out the overall first place. The full results have now been published on the WIA website. Follow the link from the NZAAT website rules page. The next Trans-Tasman Contest, Saturday the 21st of July from 8pm. This is the new multi-mode contest which includes separate categories for 160m phone, as well as CW and digital modes on both 80m and 160m. There's also an overall multi-mode category for any combination of these modes or bands. The multi-mode category is well suited to multiple operators, clubs or anyone wanting more activity than any one mode can offer. This is the first year that this contest has been fully managed in ZL. And the contest manager Rob, ZL3AKM, wishes to thank everyone who participated. Alara Contest 25th and 26th of August 2012. All licensed operators throughout the world are invited to participate. Also open to SWLs. YL works everyone. OMs and clubs work YLs only. One contest, combined phone and CW, run over 20 hours. Saturday the 25th of August 2012, 0400 hours UTC to 1359 hours UTC. Sunday the 26th of August 2012, 0400 hours UTC to 1359 hours UTC. Bands to be used are 3.5, 7, 14, 21 and 28 MHz only. Special event stations DX and Beacon and NetAdvice, VK100WIQ. Celebrating 100 years of organised amateur radio in Queensland to July 30th, 2012. Various clubs about Queensland in three-day blocks are still activating. Moroccan stations are permitted to use the prefix 5C13 instead of their usual CN prefix until the 27th of July. This is to celebrate the 13th anniversary of the crowning of King Mohammed VI. Logbook of the World now supports CQ's WPX award. After weeks of beta testing, the ARRL has launched the integration of the Logbook of the World, LOTW. It's an electronic confirmation system where CQ magazines worked all prefixes WPX award. The WPX award is the first of the CQ-sponsored awards that LOTW will support. More than 51,000 radio amateurs worldwide use Logbook of the World, and there are currently almost 432 million QSOs in the LOTW system. LY54SOP On air until July 31st to celebrate the 54th anniversary of SOP, Sea of Peace, Baltic Sea. Every year in July, the local radio amateurs of the Mecklenburg for Pomern district accomplish special activities supporting the application of the SOP. The SOP is awarded for contacts with different countries, areas bordering the Baltic Sea and Norway, each year during the month of July. The team at the Hellenic Amateur Radio Association of Australia are pleased to announce that the landing permit for the ZL9HRD expedition to Campbell Island has been issued by the New Zealand Department of Conservation. Here is Ed VK2ARE. The expedition will take place between the 28th of November and the 9th of December. An international team is being assembled for this event on the subantarctic Campbell Island. This will be the biggest de-expedition by an Australian club in over 25 years and the biggest in 2012 worldwide. For all information, please go to the de-expedition website at zululima9hotelradio.com. 
73 is from Ed, VK2ARE, Australian Publicity Officer for ZL9HR and member of the Hellenic Amateur Radio Association of Australia. Across Australia from VK1WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. In VK7, it can be heard on the VK7 repeater networks across Tasmania and on HF frequencies from 9am each Sunday, followed by the VK7 regional news broadcast from 9.30am. Hi, I'm Paul, VK7 Fox Papa Alpha Hotel. Good morning, this is Robert, VK3DN. And ahead of this week's special interest group news, it's to the Q News workbench. LiPo is the abbreviation for lithium polymer, one of the new, more recent rechargeable battery technologies. These rechargeable batteries are gaining popularity as prices fall and capacities improve. Nerd News suggests a great plain English introduction to these batteries can be found by googling the RC Helicopters website. Or better still, read their URL in this week's text edition of the news, which can be emailed direct to you when you subscribe. Follow the details on the news broadcast section of our website at www.wia.org.au. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier. Students design supercapacitor battery for RSAT. Students at Penn State University have designed and built a state-of-the-art supercapacitor battery for the next amateur radio RSAT satellite. The battery was built to handle 16 charge cycles in a given 24-hour period. That will power the satellite in dark orbits when the solar panels are not in sunlight. Dakshina murphy Baller is an assistant professor of electrical and computer engineering at Penn State. According to Bellur, the unit is a simple design. They simply flip a switch and throw the thing out into space. Bellur supervised the battery work, which counted as the student's senior project. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Internet, the HAMS domain, ADF2KML, is an application that plots your ham radio QSOs and pins them on Google Earth. You can see where your QSOs or your QSLs came from as the Earth spins slowly on your PC screen. Hams that use digi-modes like PSK usually record the maidenhead grid of the stations that they worked. ADF2KML uses those grids to calculate the lat and long, and then creates a KML file. The data shown includes the notes like the ham's name, call sign, QSL received, etc., now this is version 2 of the program. The new version eliminates the need for Excel and does the whole conversion in Visual Basic. But you still have the option of creating a CSV file so you can run your own analysis on your log in a spreadsheet. Download it for free from qsl.net forward slash zl3dw. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Radio Scouting. Jota Jody. Now it's still some time off, but Jota Coordinator in VK7, VK7KPC, he advises that the plan to run the Antarctic Jota effort at the Karnaku campsite at Paper Beach as part of the Northern District's camp, yes it remains current. Operation will be for marquees with mains power available. Contact Peter, VK7KPC, if you'd like to be involved. Well that's all I have for you this week. This has been Robert, VK3DN, and I'm reporting from Melbourne. This is VK1 WIA. All points of contacts from today's news stories are to be found in print when you read the web editions www.wia.org.au.
On the social scene, as we rapidly approach the end of WIA National News for the week commencing, July 15. Of course, yesterday was the Wide Bay Ham Fest at the West Maribyrnong Scout Hall. That's for those listening on the Sunday. For those with the early edition, don't forget if you're in the area, July 14, the Wide Bay Ham Fest at West Maribyrnong Scout Hall. July 21 in VK3, Gippsland Gate Radio and Electronics Club Hamfest at Cranbourne. July 21 in VK4, the WIA VK4 Club President's Lunch, the Harvey Bay Amateur Radio Club. July 29 in VK23, Albury Wodonga Amateur Radio Club Hamfest at Lavington Scout Hall. August 5 in VK6, the NCRG Hamfest, Cyril Jackson Rec Centre, Ashfield. August 12, VK2, Sarkfest at Summerland Amateur Radio Clubs, that's at Lismore. In VK4, the Central Highlands Amateur Radio Clubs AGM at Camp Fairburn Emerald happens September 28-30. to In VK5, the Adelaide Hills Amateur Radio Society's Hamfest at Goodwood is November 4. Yarra Valley Amateur Radio Group's Hamfest is November 11. And Spark Hamfest at Rosebud VK3 is November the 25th. Now, if you would like to submit news items for inclusion in the VK1WIA broadcast, please email your item in text to nationalnews at wia.org.au. To submit audio, read the How to Submit Items in the weekly news page on wia.org.au. And remember, the sooner you submit material, the more the likelihood of it being broadcast in the very next edition of WIA National News. Each item will only be broadcast once. If you want a couple of mentions, submit different slants to keep your event fresh. Till next we meet, I'm Graham VK4BB, XOXO. In the nation's capital, with amateur radio news from across the globe, this has been the WIA National News Service. Local news and callbacks follow on most affiliates. We'd appreciate you checking in. VK1WIA. We've reported, you decide.